0: Wine Road, the wine when and where of Northern Sonoma County. I'm your host Marcy Gordon with Beth Costa, Executive Director of the Wine Road. Welcome to episode 92 of Wine Road. But today's guest is Renee Perry of Papa Pietro Perry, one of our great Wine Road members, and
1: she brought us some Halloween wine. Yeah, I'm super excited. Looks like you brought the 2015, oh, the Peter's Vineyard.
2: Woohoo! <laughs> Our favorite. And so,
1: we're going to open this up. And, and it's a Pinot
0: Noir. A it's a Pinot, Pinot Noir. Noir. Oh, God. You know, your bottles are beautiful. Well, thank you very much. Just the packaging alone. Yes, yeah,
1: so. A little for Renee because she brought it. A little for Marcy because I'm both to share. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll just keep the bottle. Right here. Put a straw in it.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'll just keep it safe and Oh, south. yes. This
0: is a fan favorite. This is terrific. And so what, what year is this, 2015? Yes.
2: I just grabbed something out of the wine cellar for you. Nice. Here. Nice. We like that. Peter's mm-hmm. Vineyard, always our favorite. I know. I love it. So where is Peter's Vineyard? It's really close to where we are right now. It's in Sebastopol, mm-hmm. uh, near a cemetery in Sebastopol, mm-hmm. well, to the...
1: So it's got a lot of spirit, this wine. That's yeah, fabulous. Good way, good way <laughs> to start our day. So tell us about the winery. How did the winery come to be, Renee? I mean, because did you did you and your husband grow up and want to be winemakers?
2: Absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> yeah. Uh actually I worked in software, the software business for 30 years as a product manager. And my husband and our partner, Ben Papa Pietro, made wine in our garage as a hobby. For 20 years, we made wine in our garage. We started making different kinds and eventually got to Pinot Noir, which is our favorite wine. Yes. And we knew that if we wanted to drink a lot of Pinot Noir, we better make it since (laughs) Pinot Noir tends to be a little more expensive (laughs) than most other wines. Mm -hmm. And we made wine in the garage for 20 years. We had the Pinot Noir over at Ben Papa Pietro's garage. We had Zinfandel in our garage. We used to come up here, pick fruit right out of the vineyards crush it right there in the vineyard and bring it back home on a pickup truck in blue food barrels. Where did you, where was this? Where did you live then? We lived in San Francisco, and we made the wine in the basement of San Francisco House, which is always the perfect temperature for winemaking. Yeah, that's uh, that's
1: amazing. (laughs) No air conditioning. 20 years is amazing.
2: I mean, most people do that for five
1: years, six years, and,
2: you know.
0: You must have been popular with the neighbors.
2: (laughs) Funny, sometimes the neighbors would come over and say, we could smell a lot of musk over here. (laughs) Wine would be fermenting in the garage. Bruce would wake me up, at, my husband would wake me up at 2 o'clock in the morning and elbow me and tell me to go downstairs and do a punchdown. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so romantic, Oh, my you? God. That is the best.
2: <laughs> and luckily for us, we happened to be friends with Burt Williams from William Cellium. And he was very nice in helping us to procure some Pinot Noir and also was a mentor to Ben and yeah. Bruce about making wine. And he came over one time after all these years, leaned on our barrel, and said, this is really good Pinot Noir. So Bruce decided that it might be time to become a winery. Well,
1: you know, plus winemakers, no matter what they make, they say that Pinot Noir is the most difficult grape to
2: work with. Yeah, very so. delicate, just like us.
0: Delicate, <laughs> doesn't like too much heat.
2: I would say Pinot Noir grapes are just like us. They like it nice and warm in the day, nice and cool at night, yeah. so you can go to sleep. They're right. very thin-skinned. You have to treat them gently. Yeah, that just is me. Yeah, like women. Yeah, <laughs> it's just not me. Anyway, we made the wine, and then uh, Bruce decided we should become a winery. He tried to convince Ben, who wasn't all that convinced. He said, you know, the old story about how to make a fortune, lose a fortune, yeah, or exactly. whatever it goes. You yeah, know,
0: yeah. How, how to make a small, small fortune, fortune and start a winery, with a large so, one.
2: Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, we did not have money. We were not people of money. We basically mortgaged our homes so that we had enough money to buy the first fruit that we bought. And uh, we, Bruce... Went up to Sonoma County and said, I got to find somewhere that'll let us make it. He drove around, met a bunch of people, and found a place over at Windsor Oaks, which is in oh, Windsor, yeah. mm-hmm. now the Balvern Winery. Right. Or Tra- Notre Vue. Notre Vue. Uh-huh. And we brought up our five little barrels and set them inside this giant winery and sat down on some folding chairs and went, oh my gosh, we have a winery now. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> and and <laughs> That is the, scary. What, what year was that? That was uh, 1998. Wow.
1: I mean, that's all in when you're mortgaging your house and
2: just, you know, at that point, hoping for the best. Really didn't know what to expect. Yeah. N- knew nothing about the wine business. I knew how to run a business because of the product management, you know, jobs sure, that I've right. had. And they knew how to make wine. So they basically said, if you will just make a couple of invoices, neither one knew how to use a computer at that time. Not everybody well, yeah, did. yeah, no, yeah. And... Uh, you make a couple of invoices, we'll make the wine, and we'll do everything else. And I was like, all right. Oh, all yeah, that's right. A sound, that does <laughs> sound See like that man. We'll do everything else.
1: <laughs> well, not that, and not that,
2: and not that. <laughs> and it turned out that really all they did was make the wine. Right. And I would then take down the role of trying to sell it all, which, you know, if you just make it, it doesn't mean they're going to buy it. No. Oh, it's... So I sat at my computer at home when I was supposed to be working at home <laughs> on my software job and dialed every restaurant in San Francisco and said, want to try some Pinot? And if they said yes, I told Bruce he had an appointment, and he showed up and had them taste wine. And if they bought it, he delivered it.
0: Right. Good grief. That is the truly grassroots approach. (laughs) Uh, That's
2: incredible. (laughs) Bruce and Ben used to live up at the the Windsor Oaks in a van, and Bruce had a tent. And they would live up there during harvest and make the wine. And they both, because they both worked at the newspaper agency, they could get very long vacations. So they both took all of their vacation at harvest time. Yeah. Stayed up there, made the wine. As a matter of fact, they were there during nine eleven, and they had no TVs or phones and didn't oh, know nothing my. was happening. Oh, wow. I was home freaking out. Oh, well, yeah. You know, but anyway, here we are, 20 it, years later. What a story. <laughs> well, what's interesting is I've met a lot of different winery
1: owners now who, you know, are successful, but they all have a similar situation where they really just cashed in all the chips for this dream that they had and um, other people said they've lived in a tent, they lived in a trailer and people show up now and visit their winery and they don't
2: foresee that, that is, that's how they got there. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I, it's a story. Well, it's we, a journey. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I got a job in Santa Rosa in the software business when we decided to move. You get laid off a lot when you work in the yes, software right. business. I lost a job in San Francisco and said, well, we might as well move to Sonoma now and go live up there and make this winery happen. I got a job at a software company in Santa Rosa. We moved up here that company never got funded, oh, as usual. Right. And, and so we were, I moved in June. We were out of business in August. Oh, I was like, okay, God. well, I got to make this thing happen. And so I just said, I'm not working for anyone else anymore. I'm going to make this winery work. And I set to doing that. And it was very hard in the beginning. Beans and rice every night and well, yeah. Christmas presents from the Dollar Tree until right. things get going. Right. As long as you're building a winery, it's very difficult to make money. You have to stop growing. Once yeah. you stop growing then you start to be able to have a life. right? Wow. And here we are. You know, it's been 21 years.
0: Yeah. I don't think people realize uh, what a sacrifice sacrifice. it is to to begin. I mean, that is a true love of wine Mm -hmm. to just risk it all. In pursuit of it, that, that's like so many people do that, and but it's true. Like Beth says, you come to the winery and everything's just like you know, unicorn and rainbows. Well, that's but, sort of things. I hope like, oh, well, the winery yeah.
1: lifestyle. I'm thinking, well, there's a lot that went there into making that. was a lot that, that, that goes this. in
0: the back, and it's just a lot of sacrifice uh, along the way. Yeah, the appreciation of that, and and the that through line of love. You really have to love what you're doing because how else do you get the motivation and the grit to make it happen?
1: Well, and I think you realize too, you can't do two jobs. I mean, if you're going to make it work, then. You have to just all jump in there. So there's two couples. So are the four of you, do you
2: all have different responsibilities, or how does that work? We do. Uh, Ben and Yolanda Papa Pietro. Ben is the winemaker, and uh, Yolanda handles all of our distributor relations and Mm -hmm. does a lot of the outside sales. Every time you go to an event, you're sure to see her there pouring wine. Which is so cool. (laughs) I mean, you want to see an owner when you go to these events at different places. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I run the business, so I basically stay here mostly and run all the business. Run, we have a tasting room on Dry Creek Road, and I run manage all of the prop all the things that happen at the winery, other than winemaking. And uh, my husband is retired. Now, pretty much, he he's uh, a little bit older than the rest mm-hmm. of us, and he's put in his dues. Right, <laughs> so now he just mostly drinks the product. <laughs> that's that <laughs> that quality, you, quality control. control. That's what I do yes. for the wine. Quality <laughs> control. Quality well, that's a control job. Yeah. <laughs> so, what does it? Uh, what wines do you produce? We make 10 different Pinot Noirs, which is really our specialty. Yeah, I've always been a, you know, not a jack-of-all-trades, master-of-none person. I think <laughs> that you should specialize in what you do best, and we definitely make Pinot Noir. We also make a Zinfandel, which actually won in the Smackdown that we had in the Dry Creek Valley. Know. I loved that. I that's, Tell that's them about terrific. that. That's terrific. That's such a cool thing, the Smackdown. I love that they do it. So one of the wineries um, invites uh, all the winemakers from Dry Creek Valley, and mostly, most of them specialize in Zinfandel, to come. There's about 30 winemakers come and bring their wine, and it's in a brown bag. And all the winemakers, it's only winemakers and owners that go through and taste all the wines, and they vote on which ones they think is the favorite. favorite. They don't know what they're voting for. So the, two years ago, we came in second which was amazing. Ben said he couldn't have been more surprised when he yeah. found out his wife was pregnant. <laughs> yeah. And that would be surprising. That would be surprising since she's in her 70s 60s. Um, And uh, last year, we won. And so as they're announcing it, they say well, you people aren't going to be too happy about this, <laughs> you know, Papa Pietro Perry. And so here we are, the Pinot specialists, and we won the Zinfandel challenge. It's such a cool thing. I went this year to the Zinfandel
1: challenge. I got to help uh, set things up, and uh, that happens at Dry Creek Vineyard, and they do they just do such an amazing job. And it is just they make either the owner or the winemaker come, and um, you know for the winery. And if you don't come, then your wine can't be involved. They really want those stakeholders to be mm-hmm. involved. Those, uh, the wines are totally blindly tasted. And it's just so amazing to watch the tasting going on. I mean, they are serious. And there was no talking going on. I mean, there was just tasting and spitting and tasting and spitting and making notes. And it's so well organized. It was really one of the funnest events I've been involved in.
0: And this is collectively everyone who brought wine, judges and votes. Yes. And this is not open to the no, it's public. No, not open,
1: no. That's cool. And, but that's what's cool about it because then it's, it's just super, the owners yeah. and the winemakers visiting. And
0: yeah, that's great. It engenders a lot of, com, you know, camaraderie. collaboration, camaraderie. Yeah. That's very oh,
1: cool. Yes. They have a lovely dinner. It was really oh, yeah. lovely. Yeah, they did a great job. Yeah. It was super fun. And super we fun. also make
2: a rosé. Oh, yeah, Pinot Noir that oh, so, sells out very quickly. How do I <laughs> say, how do
1: I not know about that? Hmm, Renee.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it gets sold out really, really fast. Uh, it's delicious. And we also make a Chardonnay. So one Chardonnay, one Zinfandel, one Rosé, ten Pinots. Nice. We make some clonal Pinots, which is a little unusual. And we make a Pamar clone and a 777 clone, which is taking that one clone from several vineyards and blending them together into uh, the special wine. Hmm.
1: And it seems to me that... Um... You had said somewhere along the line you started making a Chardonnay because you do a lot of winemaker dinners, and so for the dinner you felt like somewhere along the line you needed to start with a Chardonnay. So yeah, we didn't want to use for that. somebody else's. Yeah, heavens no. <laughs> 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 so what happens if someone comes out to uh, the Papa Pietro Perry tasting room in Dry Creek Valley? Um, is there
2: do you need appointments, or is it open all the time? Or we are open for walk-ins from eleven to four thirty every day. But we also have two seated tastings, which do require appointments. Mm -hmm. We have a wine and cheese pairing called Pinot on the Patio, which uh, you sit outside on our beautiful remodeled patio and look at the beautiful Dry Creek Valley. It is an incredible view from there. That's when the weather's nice. If the weather's not nice, it's wintertime. We make a lovely little barrel room inside the winery that we have the uh, tasting in. Mm -hmm. That's cheese and wine pairing, called Pinot on the Patio. And we also have just started a new thing called Past and Present, where you get the opportunity to taste an older Pinot against a new Pinot of the same wine and get to see how the wine ages. That's cool.
0: Yeah, Yeah. That's so educational for people to really really, see how. It's been
2: very popular. They really like it. And it's really interesting to see how the wine changes, and you get to decide whether you like your wines aged or young because it's really a matter of taste. Mm -hmm. Pinot Noir is meant to be drank. Pretty pretty young, so it's not that often that people save them for that long. But you have to make sure that you know what you're getting.
1: Well, I just love um, most wineries you go to. You're gonna taste one, you know, Zin, one Cab, one Pinot, whatever. But to be able to have the opportunity to taste Pinots side by side, you really do realize then what you do like. I mean, that's the only way to really. Distinguish them, I think, is if you can taste them side by side. Yeah, that
0: comparative. Now, of the Pinots you make, what is the differentiation? Is
2: it clonal, soils, location? It's location. We make all of the wine exactly the same. So the procedures are the same for all of the wines. What you taste is the Mm terroir. We have in the the tasting room, we have uh, jars of dirt from each of the vineyards, and it's incredible to see how different they look. Like Peter's Vineyard, the wine that we're drinking Mm -hmm. now, and then I'm going to be taking home like, <laughs> that comes, one. <laughs> comes from a sandy soil. You could still find some shells in it. And even though oh, it's, wow. you know, 15 miles from the ocean, yeah. at one point it was underwater, I guess. Yeah. And then other places the dirt is dark. And, and then we also get some from the Sonoma Coast out by the true Sonoma Coast. So that's much cooler climate. We make one Pinot from Mendocino County, also a different climate. Mm-hmm. So it's really the... What nature gives us that makes all the differences and what we do is the same, yet they all taste different.
1: So when you have a friend who comes to Sonoma County to visit (laughs) and they haven't maybe been here before, is there something that you think you really want them to see for sure? Even, you know, not necessarily wine related, but where do people
2: have to go? Well, we always take people to Armstrong Woods. Yes. We love Armstrong Woods and go for a nice little walk in. It's an easy hike there, so it doesn't matter how old you are. You can go for a hike there. If you want to hike harder, you can, but generally it's just an easy walk. So we always go there. We also go to Lake Sonoma. We have a boat that we keep up on Lake Sonoma, and you can rent boats on Lake Sonoma. Mm -hmm. So you can take a patio boat out or a ski boat out and tootle around on Lake Sonoma, which is really beautiful. Mm -hmm.
1: I actually didn't know that you could rent boats.
2: Yeah, they do. (laughs) I've lived here for 35 (laughs) years. We used to rent a boat before we bought one. Oh, wow. never occurred occurred to me. (laughs) Um, And of course, we always have to take people wine tasting because that's generally what they come for. (laughs) Right. Do so you have a favorite besides, obviously, your own? Oh, Where else do you I like can't to take think people? Of anywhere else to go? <laughs> no, I've tried and tried and tried. <laughs> <laughs> well, we like to try out some of the new wineries. Uh, every, mm-hmm. you know, they're all popping up and have different approaches to things. Right. So we go out. Actually, just was at Flowers last week to see oh, that they did. Brand they new. just yeah. remodeled their property, right. and. Um, I don't, you know, we kind of stay on Dry Creek Road quite a bit and yeah. go out to Subraja, sit there and look out at the view. That is, they have a beautiful patio up
1: there that you really can see. You can look at the backside of Lake Sonoma, <laughs> can't see the lake, but then you can see the the back of the dam. And then just a, the view of the valley is beautiful from Subraja.
2: And last week we went up to the ranch at Lake Sonoma for the very first time. There's a horseback riding ranch up there. For those who don't know that, you could go horseback riding wow. at Lake Sonoma. And every other Sunday during the summer, they have music in the evening. And we went up there to hear a band that was playing. They have a barn that they built, and they had a band playing free music that you could listen to. from. So I did have a, a,
1: a, a customer who wrote to me about a, uh, a couple of months ago, wanting to know where they could go horseback riding. So I did put that out to all of our winery members because I thought, I have no idea. And that's everyone's like, well, the ranch. <laughs> the ranch. I'm like, how do you not know that? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't know you could rent a boat. <laughs> It's pretty, it's pretty new.
2: Ranch, I'm out of the loop. It. It's been a couple, a couple of years, I think, oh, yeah. but not that many. Yeah. Okay. Thank you.
1: <laughs> Renee, she always sticks by me. You're okay, Beth. A little slow. Oh, well. So what, what else do we, do we need to know? So this is so new. This is all of the information that I have. <laughs> <laughs> On May 29th, 2020, um, Wine Road is going to sponsor our first ever golf tournament. And we're partnering with Windsor Golf, Um, and I know that Renee is a big golfer, so I got her out here today to do this show, and then later (laughs) I'm going to coerce her into helping me (laughs) with this golf tournament because I I won't know know how to put that. That's in next year. Yeah, May. Yeah, I mean it's October, so it's not that far. Are you a golfer? I am not a golfer.
2: Oh. You have time to learn. Well, I know. You can learn. I'm no, a No, I can't learn to
1: golf, but I can learn how to put on a tournament. No. <laughs> Are you
2: sure you can learn you to You can golf? learn.
1: <laughs> Golfing's fun. No, see, my husband golfs, and then I have time at home alone. Yeah, oh. <laughs> hey, I don't golf with my husband. <laughs> yeah. I... <laughs> yeah, there you go. I guess I am information on the website as soon as we actually have some information. <laughs> so this is just a teaser. It's a teaser. May 29th. It's a Friday. And so we'll have wineries. You know, involves so they'll. So have at a...
0: each hole, you get to sample the wine. I, I don't
1: know. That's
2: all. Those details are yet to be wines. determined. <laughs> that could be a little little much. There's usually <laughs> little silly games and things at some of the holes, and you can get win little silly prizes or Jello shots. It's there you it's go. I have obviously <laughs> asked the right woman to be
1: involved.
0: In and the more Jello shots, the steadier your putting
1: gets. Yeah. Or the more fun you have, it yeah. Yeah. while you're golfing, and you don't care so much. Yeah, <laughs> it's going to be a fun time. Uh okay, so let's see what else? Anything else we need to know about the winery
2: about about your wines about life oh, in dry well, creek we, valley let's see we our t-shirts are really fun let's hear it we, uh We have our t-shirts and we sell more t-shirts probably than any winery in all of the world <laughs> I think because shirts all <laughs> and we've them. been told that <laughs> i've seen them. Yeah. Our, our t-shirts all have sayings on them that are things people have said about the wine, like spicy and seductive. <gasps> Generous mouthful of pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Tasting notes on you. <laughs> so good, you want to swallow. So they all say funny little double entendre sort of things. You know, it's always about the wine, uh, but they really are very cute and lovely shirts. They're made out of bamboo. People love them, and we oh, that's those so are a extra soft. Yes, they're really soft. Yeah, that's really, nice. really a nice feel.
0: It's like great when wineries have their a really good T-shirt game. You know, mm-hmm. it's hard to find good shirts. Like and the that. dog. You know, Nola. Ola, Nola, I can't
2: forget Nola, um, my little puppy that's always at the winery and seems to be more popular than we are. People walk in like, Where's Nola? <laughs> Isn't that funny? I know. I take my dog to work, uh, Abby, and people walk into the
1: Wine Road office and I'm like, Where's Abby? And I'm thinking, No one can remember my name or Debbie's name, <laughs> but everyone remembers Abby. <laughs>
2: A little but, um,
1: bird told me you have an item today. Oh, I forgot. Now I you... forgot I had an item. Marcy she brings the item and I just bring the color. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so here here's my item. Oh, this is too so much. So I don't I I don't <laughs> have the box. But I got these when I was in Scottsdale. I mentioned uh-huh. before being at the uh Phoenician, what a great place it was. So I thought, well, this is cool. So this is more of a summer item. For those of you who obviously you can't, can't see, see it. this. So this is a little blow up swan <laughs> that you would have in your pool, because you know, we all have a pool. And you have that. You could yeah. put it in your tub. You could put it in, well, yeah. in your bathtub, yeah. And then it'll hold like a little stemless wine glass. This and so is you can be floating cute. on your back, on your little rafty, and you have your little swan wine glass holder. Like this, it was a two-pack in the box. So we have the white swan and the. It's kind of brownish tan. Oh, is it tan? It's kind of a dirty swan. And, this, uh, <laughs> and then you have the did, pink. Oh my god, this maybe, one looks. But it has a little, neck problem. Maybe it's a flamingo if it's pink this instead is, of a swan. Yeah, I think maybe that is a flamingo. <laughs> that one has maybe some both... issues. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the this
0: flamingo needs like some vitamin B <laughs> or something.
1: Okay, so that was my item. This all is right. a good summer item. We have that rose all day. The full size float, you know that i had last yes, year. yes so this was a nice companion piece those are cute you know when you're trying to upsell your rosé all day float yeah <laughs> you can upsell it with a swan wine glass holder a
0: little uh so a little
1: tumbler glass fits right yeah because it wouldn't really hold uh it wouldn't hold a bottle or a, a can kind of fits in there but i use the little stemless so you
0: tested these well i out? tested
2: it out i tested it out
0: in the pool in scottsdale
2: that's if you can't use your hand to hold your own glass. Yes. Glove. Well, you know, while you're she's, while you're sc-
0: sc- scrolling she's down so to the next relaxed.
2: Place, <laughs> and then you pick
0: it up and put it back. in and, and then she has little helpers feeding her grapes. So, That yeah. is my
1: world. All right. Well,
0: yep. Well, did that's you? amazing, Beth. <laughs> yeah, that was my item. So, do you have a book? I do have a book, but I wish I had um, used the book I did on last episode, because all about Pinot Noir, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. because that would have been perfect. But I do have a book. Okay, let's see it. And this is a book, um, you know, I sponsor a lot of books on Kickstarter, and this is another book. It's called Wines of the French Alps. It's by Wink Lorch. She also did Wines of de Jura that I sponsored, and I also sponsored the Amber Revolution. I just really like to support people writing wine books right. um, because publishing is not easy. Mm-hmm. But this is an amazing, comprehensive, deep, deep dive into the wines of a specific region, and... Uh, also, she's got food and travel tips and it's just like beautifully done, you know, glossy paper nice. and uh, well written. She's like a real authority in the region. So wines of the French Alps, if you happen to be okay, passing so, through.
1: So uh, on Kickstarter, is can you just search by books? Like if that's the kind of thing you want to be able to sponsor and help with?
0: Yeah, I bet you could. You yeah. could search by category. Usually yeah. when people's doing something, they put a call out on social media. Yeah, but I, and mean, I, like, yeah. I wouldn't know about this yeah. person. Yeah, and, I, and well. I always sign up. So, But um, yeah, I've, I've sponsored several books. And it's just, it's very rewarding because it's hard to be a writer. It's hard to be published. And it's often, um, it's a great way to support the community because yeah. these people are very in-depth in their yeah. topic.
1: And you're a writer.
0: Mm-hmm. You writers all stick together. Yes, we do. But the cover—it's—it's it's funny. I thought that was Half Dome <laughs> for a minute, like because it's, it's the French kinda, Alps. The French Alps closer <laughs> you, than you think, <laughs> closer, so near yet so far. But it's, no, it is the French Alps. But it's got a really beautiful book. Congratulations to Wink.
2: Okay, so I think that's it. Any last parting words of? Um... Well, thanks for inviting me. I hope you'll all come out and visit us on Dry Creek Road in Healdsburg and take a look at our beautiful patio, see the view, taste some of our delicious award-winning Pinot Noirs, and have a great time. We have a really happy, friendly staff. We try to make sure everybody has a really good time.
0: Yeah. The wines we'll are amazing. Renee.
2: Yeah, the wines are amazing, for well, sure.
0: Well, we will put everything in the show notes. We'll put the Papa Pietro Perry wine. We'll put a link to their website and how to get in touch with them and be there we'll put and my floaty swans (laughs) floaty swans we'll put a link to best blow up dolls (laughs) we'll put a link Mm, to the whole different link (laughs) blow up swans did i say dolls yes swans Swans. (laughs) oh gosh well you know Uh,
1: multiple links
0: the swan and the flamingo and we'll put a link to The Wine Road website where you can find everything, of course, Mm -hmm. that we spoke about today. Thank you, Renee, for coming out. Thank you so much for coming. Thanks thanks so much for having me. Mm -hmm. All right. Thanks. Bye. See you on the Wine Road.